to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. I'm Tell Me on the Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Uh, we are all so excited to bring you some more holiday content because guess what? The holidays are upon us. Ooh, we've and made that it. Means, yeah, we, I can't believe we made it. It's very strange. Every time I've had to like, so I'm doing like all my end of the year stuff for backstage and obviously for uh-huh. the podcast and 3,000 other things right now. And it's just like every time I write the date as it gets, because I have to do like three weeks of work simultaneously. So like every day it's getting closer to uh, the end of the like the last day of the year but like by three days at a time so I think I'm like on work for after Christmas right now it's like oh god we're at the end of the year it's a very strange feeling after you know gestures at everything that's happened yeah what is this feeling so sudden <sighs> and new it's true it's true I groan. Uh, speaking of groans, there have been, we got to start the news out with some always uh, uncomfortable or an upsetting yeah. news for Broadway. So yeah. there have been several COVID closures, including tonight. While we record the performance of Ain't Too Proud, they announced in their um, Instagram uh, handle. And then, of course, the same for Mrs. Doubtfire, who uh, announced that besides their December 14th to 15th performances, due to a detection of uh, positive cases in the company, production also canceled. Uh, both December 12th performances from the weekend and now their next show is Thursday, December 16th at 7 p.m. So I wish them all speedy recoveries, but also not too speedy because you got to keep everybody else safe, right? Exactly. Yeah, you and I kind of talked about this when we weren't recording yesterday as far as Mrs. Stylefire. (laughs) Didn't know Ain't Too Proud was going to happen, though. And then, of course, we talked about Freestyle of Supreme on the show yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, we are... I think in it for a rough come a couple of weeks coming up. Um, not, you know, not even to mention like flu season. That is a real thing again. Now that people are back yeah. outdoors and around people again, like we're, it's, it's going to be rough. Honestly, we're, we've had some, uh, not, necessarily you know disclose things that have happened as far as like cast parties and things like that and Mm -hmm. the the different levels of safety there that people may or may not have been following and now we're starting to see all these kind of closures um for i mean mrs doubtfire has been since sunday through thursday so four performances Mm -hmm. that's that's nuts. That's honestly nuts. Um, and and I wonder how this affects the people that are getting paid for that, right? Like, are they yeah. being uh, cut off for those performances? Like, are they, I, are they I not? Don't, you know? I don't think so because I, you know, I, everything's on a weekly basis. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. part of like the equity uh, negotiations as far as health and safety during this time, which I still need to like really look into that's how the thing. everything is I, being handled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, I'm very curious because it, you know, they've been uh, notoriously behind this year on, yeah. on what's, you know, what our regulations exactly. should be, and so I'm just that's my that's my concern right now is like okay, so if so one person is testing positive, that obviously sucks for them, yeah. but the rest of the company, are you being 
you know, docked rightly your pay when this happens. Yeah, right. and obviously they should be rightly compensated for this because this is hard. Everyone's expecting to be on X number of shows a week, eight shows a week, seven shows a week, if it's fewer. Right. Uh, and that's not happening right now. And after, you know, so many months of a shutdown, like this is kind of the time where people who are actually on stage right now are like, yes, I'm getting a steady paycheck. Uh, the problem being is if that's not the case and they're not getting a steady paycheck, then that's an entirely other level of conversation that we need to be having as far as people getting rightly com- compensated during what are very hazardous times. Like, let's be real. There should be a level of hazard pay here, if nothing else. Well, that's, yeah, right. Um, so speaking of monies, uh, the Broadway grosses monies. for this past week, monies, please. Uh, the Broadway grosses for this past week reflect a total of 32 shows playing at 235 performances at 85.11% capacity. You know, generally speaking, the uh, the consensus has been 84% capacity, um, you know, average for, for most shows. And even with these closures, we're still operating, I think, in a, in a more beneficial, positive light based on these numbers uh, going into the holiday season. And so that, that yeah, feels good. Definitely climbing. It's $30.5 million for the week that ended in December 12th. So that is the mm-hmm. seasonal high that we have there. Obviously expected, still running a bit low. That's like 235 performances, 32 different shows, capacity of 85%. Capacity of 85% honestly is higher than I would expect right now. Right? Uh, I expect the next week will, will be a little bit higher because you were starting to see tourism. We're starting to see people go to the shows for the holidays. I think whether it's justified or not, people are starting to feel a little bit safer being in theaters and large spaces surrounded by people. But honestly, like me saying justified or not, like of all the places that I've been recently, I do, (laughs) I have felt most safe in theaters because of how stringent all the rules and guidelines are of being masked and having to be vaccinated and like, it feels safe to go to the theater and a safe that you can feel going to anywhere right now. Um, so expecting and hoping to see these capacity numbers climb and these box numbers to climb, even though, as we talked about last week, like still a little bit squicky that they're doing any kind of reporting, but if they got to do it, they got to do it. <laughs> Cabaret at the Kit Kat Club in London's West End has now extended until um, October 1st, 2022. That's a that's a hell of an extension I with spit. tickets available from um, 30 pounds at kitkatclub.com. Or KitKat.club. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. a cool website. Anyways, um, there's also an official daily mobile lottery in partnership with Today Ticks, mm-hmm. wink, wink, nod, nod, for six exceptional uh, 25 pound seats per performance, including tickets at the cabaret table. Oh. Which, if you, I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, go hard. You have to go big or go home. I'm, I'm happy for this. Uh, I have expressed my feelings regarding yep. Eddie. Mm-hmm. Redmayne leading this cast. I still have the same feelings. And I mean, honestly, I, there's a very specific subset of like British actors that I just don't care to see, uh, in really anything. Not my style, but 
This is always exciting for a performance of Cabaret. Like, it's one of my favorite musicals. I've got the window, the signed window card from the last Roundabout Theater Company production Mm. behind me on the wall right now. Um, So, you know, this is, I'm happy to see an extension. Hopefully I will get to London in the new year since it's been a minute and actually go to see a performance of this because I would never miss Cabaret if I could avoid it. Well, if that's true, if what you're saying is true, Ashley, is. have you considered the fact that it is part of Goodspeed Opera House's next season oh, for the spring? So yes. I'm just saying I will be Another taking a trip, trip and so will you. Another road trip. All right. Let's take a moment. Speaking of Today Ticks, to, uh-huh. to talk about our sponsor for this week. Uh, it's Today Ticks. So I've gotten to see so many more shows than I normally would because of this app. It's so easy. We talked about it on the show yesterday. You know, we talk about accessibility in the theater a lot, as we should. Mm -hmm. And they have such great prices and an easy, accessible app that gives you the best theater, comedy and improv that I've ever seen. It's true. With the app, you can check out in 30 seconds. You pick up your tickets with ease and you can book your tickets for months in advance. Even day of, if you decided at the last minute, hmm, I want to go see Hades Town tonight. I want to see Company tonight. I want to see Company tonight. I want to see Company tonight. That's how I feel, at least. Um, and today, Tix gives you exclusive pre-sales, limited time offers, digital programs to sold out shows, uh, and the day of discounted tickets, of course. But today- Tix obviously isn't just for Broadway, although you can use it. Phone rings, door chimes, and comes company, I guess. Uh, yeah, and what? London's West End, which we just talked yeah, about. You Go see Cabaret. Stick to the lottery, baby. Boom. So you can find tickets in cities all across America. That includes Chicago, hey, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and so much more. Take advantage of the best deals, especially this holiday season. Whether you're in one of those cities or you're traveling to visit family, friends, close ones safely, Take them to a show. Take them to a show and use Today Ticks. See that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much with Today Ticks. Go to todayticks.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todayticks.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. In case you missed all of that, which I hope you didn't, that's todaytix.com slash Broadway. Yeah, like, what are you doing? For the highly discussed concert production of Wild, a musical becoming, very key that I say a musical becoming, Mm. because they are still becoming a musical. It's a new musical (laughs) fable about a single mother featuring Idina Menzel. It's playing at ART in Boston through January 2nd. They uh, have issued, they had an opening night. We're going to read through some of the reviews if you don't mind. So Eric Bailey of Broadway World says the score is incredibly energized, energizing and uses a variety of genres to tell the story. At one point, the show did a complete 180 and turned into a fantasy Ooh. musical. So several of these um, reviewers have, have said, or these critics have said that there was a huge switch in the storytelling hmm. that some argue in favor of and some are like, hey, it needs work. So Mara Johnston of the Boston Globe says it's a concert presentation of a well-crafted musical fable that is shot through with magical realism and carried by a cast of strong performers. Again, every time I saw any kind of cast photo from this, I was like, yeah, those are, those are all stars. Like (laughs) (laughs) you've got the best of the best there. 
And Kathy Scrizzy uh, Driscoll of the Cape Cod Times says the multi-genre score is terrific. The story, though, is not fully formed and will need the most work as this musical moves forward. This seems to be the consensus again from everyone yeah. at this presentation. And the music is by Grammy nominated songwriter Justin Trancher, who's worked with Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, like obviously very into the pop world. And yeah. Caroline Pennell, who has worked with Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. So the songs are like super oh, catchy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very poppy then. Yeah. Every so far from everything that I've read, everyone talks about the energy, which I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's great news. Anytime someone says that it has wonderful energy, that seems positive. <laughs> that's the first step, honestly, because we see so many shows that are just like, this is dragging. Um, this this is interesting. I hadn't heard much about it. It makes a lot of sense that a lot of the reviews seem to be like the story isn't really fully formed, as it right. was like a concert presentation of this. Um, but very promising to have to have a concert presentation where everyone's like the score is great and energizing and you, you know whether everyone is completely happy with the tone shift that seems to have happened or the genre shift that seems to have happened is another story and i'm sure that's also part of like the story not being completely fleshed out um mm-hmm. we'll have to keep an eye on this though we're definitely going to keep an eye. I mean, Idina Menzel does not go to Boston for anybody. It's true. So yeah. That's, that's what's you happening. expect so- that woman to get on a plane? Please. <laughs> How dare you? Wait, I've told you the time that I was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on the float with Idina Menzel, right? You did, but I don't remember the logistics of that. I just, I'll just never forget. It was the Lindor Truffle, uh, Lindor Truffle, I guess, uh, yeah. float. And I was like a dancing marionette puppet. And she was standing in front of us. And it was just when she had released her holiday album, uh, Let It Snow. And she, of course, is lip singing oh, Let It Snow. Yeah. And all the kids are <laughs> screaming right. at her to let it, right. yeah, um, let it go. So, Idina, you forever burned into my brain. From the back of your head. Okay. So in Wait, I Thought You Retired for the Third Time, Tony winner Karen Olivo will return to theater, I guess, by leading a reading of We Won't Sleep with music and lyrics by Ari Afsar and a book by Lauren M. Gunderson, fan of the pod, my personal mentor and icon. Fan of the pod. Choreography by Yusha Marie Serzano and direction by Aaron Ortman. So the bio musical is based on the life of Jeanette Rankin, who was America's first congresswoman, Mm. and it has an invite only reading set for this weekend, the 17th and 18th in New York, and the world premiere will run fully staged May 31st through July 3rd of next year at Signature Theater in Arlington, Virginia. Ah, the one and I'm only. very curious, but also like Karen... They literally, like, they literally just retired again. Yeah, I think they're very uh, specific as far as at least the the shows that they want to do, and there is no shame in that. But it's there's the pomp and circumstance of it all. I guess is kind of the problem here. It's funny, but also I hope that I, I feel like this opportunity for them is is wonderful, and mm-hmm. obviously, like Lauren has been working on a lot of new work coming up that I yeah. feel like is going to be spectacular. So all really excited is, is the end point of all of it. Yes, um, indeed. So, 
Today, the Broadway Briefing announced their acquisition for from the John Gore organization. So that includes Broadway Brands, Broadway News, and the Broadway Briefing will now be under JGO. So their family of companies include Broadway Across America, Broadway.com, Broadway Boxed Up, all of Broadway, almost, yeah. except for Broadway Radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just want to wish them congratulations. Yeah. Of course, this is something that all of our community is involved in, especially with the briefing every day. And um, you know, this I is read just it wonderful every day. News. Yeah, we really do. So in other news, Roundabout Underground is an exciting division of Roundabout Theater Company, if you didn't already know about them. Uh, But they will present their 10th annual underground reading series featuring new works from four emerging playwrights, Liz Apple, Noah Diaz, Daria Mieko Marinelli, and York Walker. So the readings will be held at Five Angels Theater January 18th through 21st, each beginning at 5 p.m. And I would like to be there is the point. Yeah, likewise. (laughs) We always love to see stuff like this, any kind of emerging playwright program. Right. Because uh, just to be honest, everybody, every time I see something that says like emerging playwrights, these people have probably been writing for like five years and this is their first exactly. like opportunity to show something. And that's a really big deal. So try yeah. to support those things if you have, if you can, even when it's like virtual, like highly recommend because you don't, you never know. What if you're getting you never know. Uh, the next person. So today in our final, finally in recommendations, this one, because Ashley and I aren't going to not Hi. recommend this. <laughs> Good Morning America hosted a performance from the company of company singing company. It did feature Katrina Link and the whole cast, except for one. Patty Lapone was not present, yeah. but her amazing understudy was on. So <laughs> I, sure, I really enjoyed this little way. mini performance. Exactly. Works out either way. You know, I will watch each and every performance of company uh, as it is given to me. So delightful. Delightful. So if you still haven't gotten a chance to see it, you can at least watch this little performance and say like, I feel like I saw the beginning because yeah, you did. did. So Thanks for listening to Jay on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will have more news for you tomorrow. 